we uh, we do serve a good God, faithful and true, and His love surpasses anything we could ever know. I think about these kids in the back. They're getting a foundation now that's going to be so important for them moving forward in their life because they're meeting a God who loves them more than they could ever imagine. And we who are older still don't know how much God loves us. We've been learning it. I've been learning it for many years, maybe 30 years. I've been thinking about the love of God. Jesus loves me, this I know. I've been singing that song since I was a child, but I still don't get it. And I think that's important for us to realize. It's not only for them to learn, they're in the back, but even for us, we need to know more about the love of Christ. And I would just like to read in Ephesians this famous prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesian believers. And I want to make it true for me and for all of us. I pray this whenever I remember. I pray it almost on a daily basis for my family. I pray it for myself. And this, you know, we pray for each other in a lot of ways. We pray for somebody to get a job. We pray for somebody to be healed from their flu. We pray for uh, someone who's moving, that God would give them a new house, things like that. But this is a beautiful prayer. This is a prayer in Ephesians 3, at the end of the chapter, that you would know the love of Christ. And we have a song that we sing a lot that says, it passes knowledge, that dear love of thine. In other words, it surpasses knowledge. You can't know it, and yet Paul says, know it. So how can you know something that you can't know? How can you know something that is too big to know? The only answer is, keep trying. Keep trying. You know, every day we need to be getting deeper in to the love of Christ. This has to fuel everything we do. Whether it's an event at a park that we do collectively as an assembly, whether it's a Sunday school class, whether it's a conversation we have with our child about some serious matter, or a relationship with work, it all needs to be fueled with what we know about the love of God. And so it's so interesting to know that even as we sing that, it passes knowledge, that dear love of thine, right? O Jesus, Savior, yet this soul of mine, right? We have a desire to know more of it. So I'll just read this prayer and just speak briefly about the four dimensions of that love. This is in Ephesians 3, starting in verse 14. For this reason I bow my knee before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, 
so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Let this be your prayer. Let this be my prayer. My prayer for my my child. My prayer for my community. For this assembly. And it's caught up in that tension that you may know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. It's not something that you're going to solve until you see Him in glory. So if you think you know that love this morning and this afternoon, just remember, you don't. Right? Something has escaped you. You still need to learn more of it. You haven't gotten your head around just how much He loves you. And not just you. How much He loves this world, the people in it. God's love is bigger than we think. So I'd like to just think briefly about these four dimensions. The breadth and length and height and depth of that love. And they're all here in this passage. What does it mean, the breadth of His love? Look at the first line of this prayer. As Paul begins to pray, he says, who is he praying to? I bow my knee before the Father from whom every family in heaven on earth is named. Literally, from whom every fatherhood. So I bow my knees before the Father from whom every fatherhood on heaven on earth is named. That means every family on earth is loved by God. Everywhere. There's no culture, there's no people group that is outside of the love of God. Paul was excited about this. He had grown up his whole life thinking it was a Jewish thing. As a Pharisee, he thought, this is our God. He loves us, we love Him. It's a nice family affair. But at this point in his ministry, Paul had gotten excited about the fact that there is no tribe, tongue, nation on this whole globe that God is not the God of. He is the God of all of them. He was able to tell Athenian pagans they were worshiping who knows who, you know, Zeus and Athena. They had all their idols. And he was able to tell them, God loves you. He made you. He loves you. He's right next to you. In fact, in Him, we, he was talking to these pagans. He said, in Him, we live and move and have our being. So if there's anything in you that sort of still needs to hear that breadth of the love of Christ, it's bigger than you think. Think of the people in your mind who think God could never love them. There's somebody in your mind they either are just 
they seem disgusting to you or you're just, you just get so angry thinking about them. It might be a political group. It might be some kind of identity group. Guess what? Jesus loves that person. That person at work, every other word out of their mouth is a, is a, is a swear word. They party all week. Everything they do is dishonoring to God. Guess what? That person is loved by Christ more than you love your own child. Can you believe that? Let the breadth of the love of Christ shock you, amaze you, and fuel your ability to love them as well. How could we love them if we don't know how much God has loved them? It helps us to reach out. What does it mean, the length of His love? Right? It's not just that it covers the whole earth, that no family in heaven on earth is outside of it, the love. It's also, it goes through throughout time. Look at the end of this prayer. He says, Now to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. The love of Christ started before you were born and it will end after you're dead. In other words, it has been around. He has loved the people on this planet throughout all time. It's amazing to think about it. Read the lives of the saints, believers from the 1200s. Read the expression of faith of people who were living in 400 A.D. And you'll see the same God was loving that person. They experienced the same passionate embrace of Christ because His love didn't just start in 2020. It didn't just start in 1900 or 1850. His love has been around forever. He has always loved ever since He looked in the eyes of Adam and Eve. These people who He breathed life into and said, you're in my image. Every other human since then has been held in a bear hug of God's embrace if they would only realize it. Our love gets impatient. We'll show somebody love for a while, but eventually they wear out their welcome. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I love that person at work for a couple more weeks, but after that, I'm done. You know, or we might even have someone in your family, right? You're like, have you ever used that phrase? I'm done with that person. I'm done. Guess what? God is never done. He's not like us. His love is long. From eternity past to eternity future, the love of Christ surpasses knowledge. What about the height? How high is it? In other words, how full is this jar? Right? How exalted is it? He says, according to the riches of His glory. The prayer that Paul is praying for these people is that they would know the love of Christ according to the riches of the glory of God. That's how high God's love is. That's how exalted His love is. God is the supreme being in all the universe. His love is no different. It couldn't be greater than it is 
towards you. And this is why I refer to a parent's love. Think about the person in your mind. Who do you love the most, right? You know, picture them in your mind. They walk into the room and your eyes really just light up. You know, you're just, your heart begins to just be warmed. It might be a spouse. It might be a child. It might be a parent. Whoever it might be. Who do you love the most? The vilest sinner who's ever existed is loved with a greater love by God then you love that person who you love the most. We need, to, we need to allow ourselves to be amazed by the height of God's love. It surpasses knowledge. What about the depth? So he prays and he says that being rooted and grounded in love, you might have strength to comprehend this. That's what you need. You need to know the depth of love. If you have a tree and the roots go down deep enough, nothing can shake it. No hurricane will ever blow it over. You guys have seen those ficus trees where they look so beautiful, but the roots are so shallow when the hurricane comes, it just pops right out of the ground because they're just shallow. They spread out. But God's love isn't like that. It's deeper than that. Think about a building on a foundation, right? If you, have a, if you pour concrete and it's three inches thick, how solid is that foundation? No. The love of God is like as if you dug down until you found a solid rock that extends to the center of the earth. That's how solid the love of Christ is. You need to be rooted and grounded or founded in that kind of love. And it will help you to weather every storm. And so I pray that just this little reminder, we can be captivated, amazed by the breadth and length and height and depth of the love of Christ. Why? So that you can be filled with all the fullness of God. And when being so filled, you can begin to be poured out in service to this world. We can shine our light and not grow weary because we're fueled by this passionate love of God for us. For His glory and His namesake.